0: Welcome to the Centerpoint Church Podcast. At Centerpoint Church, we are a community of believers impacted by God's saving grace and the love He demonstrated in Jesus Christ. Our response to this amazing grace is to allow it to transform our lives and to share it with others. As a body of believers, we find our purpose in knowing Christ, growing together, and reaching beyond ourselves to help others do the same. This week in our 167 series, we take a closer look at the gifts that God has given us all through Romans chapter 12. Good morning. How's everybody doing? Good. Thanks for being here. My name is Cy McMahon. I'm campus pastor here at Centerpoint Church in Hayward and super pumped that you have chosen to join us. This morning. So, we are in a series that we call 167 or 167. And kind of the premise or the idea, in case you haven't been here uh, for any of it yet, is there are 168 hours in every single week. So, every week we get 168 hours. And the idea is, is that we want to be followers of Jesus the entire 168 hours, not just the hour that we, we maybe spent together here. At church, and so that's the idea behind the series. And actually, week one we handed out these. These are as a blank calendar for us to take a look at. How are we actually currently spending our 168 hours? And so there was one side where you could just fill out what does it look like, Uh, and then on the other side it was an opportunity to dream. So if if you got to start over with a blank slate, what would you want? your 168 hours to look like. Now, we, we threw in an hour for church, so you only get 167, all right? Because we're getting ours, because it's our paper. It's just how it works. So if you, if you didn't get one of these, like if you weren't here that week, there is a stack of these out at Next Steps. It's on your left-hand side out in the lobby. Uh, swing by there and grab one of those. If you would like to take uh, and, and work on that little exercise there, we would love to have you join us in that. Um, and then last week, uh, Jamie, our, our lead pastor, Jamie, he talked about um, transformation, right? So he had the, the verse that he did was Romans 12, 2, and it said, Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And what he, what he pointed out, what he lifted up for us is that the word transformed um, in, in, the, in the text, in that passage, is the same word that we use to get the word metamorphosis. So everybody say metamorphosis. metamorphosis. That went about as well as I expected. I mean, that's a hard word, right? Uh, so, but metamorphosis is just an... When we picture metamorphosis, we picture, at least I do, because I can remember uh, bits and pieces of fourth-grade science. We think about a caterpillar changing into a butterfly. Like that is a metamorphosis. It's a totally different thing. And so, transformation uh, and the idea of becoming a follower of Jesus, having not been a follower of Jesus, that transformation is like going from a caterpillar to a butterfly. You like my shirt? And so, the challenge that Jamie gave to us last week was be a butterfly. Be the obviously transformed person. Be someone who is obviously following Jesus. It's totally recognizable as being different, as being changed. Be the butterfly, not a caterpillar. Come on, that's so good. So good I had a shirt made. Absolutely love it. So that brings us uh, to this week. One of the, his main points, is really good. Uh, it comes from. Uh, so he says, on the other side of the chrysalis, there's no mistaking a caterpillar for a butterfly. Right. So after the caterpillar goes into the cocoon, like you have one image in your head, but on the other side of that, you can't even get back to that image because it's so starkly different. Pretty cool story. So that gets us. We're in Romans chapter 12 still. So this is a series will be in the book of Romans, chapter 12. So Romans uh, was a letter that was written by a fellow named Paul. So Paul did a whole bunch of writing in the New Testament, or the second part uh, of the Bible. And Paul wrote this letter to the Roman church. So uh, that means all of the gatherings in Rome passed around this letter, and it was a pretty spectacular letter. And really, uh, this chapter, chapter 12, is is one of the most remarkable chapters in the entire Bible. So we're spending a few weeks Walking through it slowly. And so our first two weeks have got us to this point. We're in chapter 12, starting in verse 3. And we're going to go 3 through 8. Uh, if you have a Bible, pull it out. If you use your phone and you use the UVersion app, awesome. Pull that out. Otherwise, it will be on the screen for you. For by the grace given to me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourselves more highly than you ought, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment If it is serving, then serve. If it is teaching, then teach. If it is to encourage, then give encouragement. If it is giving, then give generously. If it is to lead, then do it diligently. If it is to show mercy, do it cheerfully. So that's a huge chunk. That's just a huge chunk uh, of Scripture right there. But basically what it's talking about is that we've all been different uh, we've all been given different gifts, and so we're gonna we're gonna lay it out like this. So I'll, I'll kind of give you the end now, uh, in case you're a note taker. Like this is where we're going. These three things are the points we're gonna try to make. So God has given all of us gifts. So if you're here today and you're not a believer in God, you don't believe in Jesus, you're not a follower of Jesus. That's okay. We're glad you're here. Hope you feel comfortable hanging out here. Ask any questions that you would like. We'll do our best to try to help you discover an answer, but regardless of where you're at, God has given us all gifts. And so whether you believe or not, God has given you gifts. So all of us have been given gifts. The other piece of it is these gifts have been given to us to be used every hour of the week. So the gifts are not just designed to be used within one hour on Sunday. These gifts are designed to be used throughout the entire week. Week, these gifts are for the world as much as they are for the church. They're for the church, big C, our body as a whole. The great community of believers exists outside of this hour. So those gifts are to be used every hour of every week. And the last one is these gifts are for God's glory, not ours. For God's glory, not ours. Now, so we've been given different, different gifts based on the grace that's been given to us. So we, we all have different gifts, and that's on purpose, right? So one of the struggles that we have as humans is we like to rank things, yes? Is that true? How about we like to rank things, and we like to see things ranked, like who's the best? Is this better than this? Well, I, th- I think it is. And so... Us in the church, we're no different. We like to rank things, and the two things we mainly like to rank, one is spiritual gifts, the other is sin. We like to be like, well, my sin's not as bad as that sin over there, so I'm fine. Friends, that's not how it works. But that's not what we're talking about today. Today we're talking about spiritual gifts. But it's the same kind of a thing. is that we like to to think about how our gifts maybe are better than somebody else's. Or even, we're a little bit of a self-deprecating society. Or even we say something to the effect of, like, well, the gifts I have aren't very important. And so my gifts don't really matter. And so I'm not even going to try. And that can be us often. As we, we take the stance of the gifts that we we've been given don't really matter, but this passage, passage clearly explains that we have been, we're we are like a body, and all the parts are necessary for it to function as it's supposed to function. All right, so, and, and this is the challenge, right? So we can easily see when somebody doesn't have a healthy body, right? Is that, is that clear? Like if my leg was broken right now, who would be able to notice that it was broken? Right? So a few things would be going on. I'd have a cast on or I'd have one of those walking boot things on. Or if I had none of those, I'd probably be limping, right? But you, everybody would be like, something's not right. Like I'm no doctor, but that doesn't look good. And so we can all tell when, when, when something's not Something's not right. So, like, I'm a Kansas City Chiefs fan. Some of you know that. We don't talk about it a lot here um, because that's not my purpose here. But yesterday, the quarterback of the Kansas City Chiefs got hurt. He hurt his ankle. And so he was walking around like. And the announcer's like, looks like something's not right there, Chris. I'm like, no kidding. (laughs) Wow. Good thing you're getting paid millions of dollars, Mike. Like, you notice that. That's so impressive. Like, we can, we can tell. And so, within the church, the church is the same way. So, we all have been given different gifts. And if wherever you're sitting, you got a spiritual gifts handout, and we're going to, you can look at it now. We're actually going to spend some time later in the service actually looking at these <clears throat> a little more specifically. And this week, we're kicking off Discover Centerpoint. Discover center points a class that we do after the service, and it 's really to help you understand what we 're about as a church uh, what is what is center point about what are we doing what 's our mission vision values where do you fit um, and and we two of that, which is not this week but next week, we really we spend quite a bit of time going through this, but today we 're going to look at it as well and so when we <clears throat> We take, a, we take a look at this. These are the types of things. This is not an exhaustive list. This is a big list, uh, bigger than what I read in Scripture there, but this is not an exhaustive list. But all of these gifts work together to make us healthy as a body. So make us healthy as a community of believers, as a body of people, as Paul referenced in the passage. And so we need all of these things working together in concert, for us to be healthy. And so the challenge is if someone sits out and says, Oh, my gifts aren't important, so I'm not, I'm not going to participate, then we aren't, we aren't healthy as a whole because a part of us is missing. See, we like to rank and be like, well, this isn't as valuable as this, and that's just not that's not accurate. They're all valuable. They all are necessary for the body to be healthy. And we can't have some of us trying to overfunction, and, and as a part of this, to try to make up for someone who's choosing not to participate because that's not healthy, either. And so the, the hope is, is, that we could recognize that we have different spiritual gifts, and that's on purpose. Because, because what I believe is that we are all here in this place on purpose, right? So if you were invited here and you were brought here, that you were here, you're supposed to be here today on purpose. And I don't know what that purpose is for you, but I, I believe it was on purpose, and that there, God has a purpose for for you being a part of this. And so all of our different gifts are our, that's the plan that we wouldn't all be identical, but as we come together, we can become a whole. Because none of us alone can be Jesus was perfect. none of us alone can be Jesus. None of us alone can pull off the things that that God was able to do in Jesus. When we work together, we are the best version of what it means to be a follower of Jesus. And we work together as a whole. So the different gifts are on purpose. And so you're going to have a chance to look this later, like I said, um, Week two a Discover Center Point, we really dive into it, and that's, that's awesome. So the next part we're going to get to is to be used every hour of the week, to be used every hour of the week. So if you, if you took a look at some of the spiritual gifts on there, a lot of those are really practical to be used. Regardless of, of where where it's happening, so there's a gift of administration. There's a gift of craftsmanship. Um, uh, there's there's all sorts of ways that these can be used, not just within the church. That's not what the explanation is for. That's not, in fact, what God designed them for. He God designed us to exist out in in the world, and so all of the giftings he's given us, we don't just save them for some little window of time. Right? So if you, if you think back to the, the calendar that we handed out, would it make sense that God goes, God goes to all the work of creating you, which is easy for him. That's a lot. You're pretty complex. If you, if you don't know that, study it a little bit. It's really interesting how complex and amazing we are. God went all to all the work to create you, And he went to all the work to give you a certain set of gifts. Do you think he really did that, considering this? These are all the hours of the week. Did he really give it to you so that you could use them for this little blue blue section? Does that make any sense? Don't use yourself for any impact in any of this other time. Just focus on the little blue part. No, that sounds crazy. Like the gifts that that he's given us are to be used all the time. So there's a there's a there's a quote from the Bible. Uh, so John three three sixteen it says, "For God so loved the world." And and I think so. If we're we're supposed to be uh, followers of Jesus, if we're supposed to be imitating imitating Jesus then we also right we also need to love the world without being of the world so Jamie talks about do not conform to the patterns of this world so we but we can be transformed in the world we can be the butterfly out in the world impacting the places that we have been put So you are are in this place on purpose for a purpose. You're in this place at this time. So God has you right where he wants you. I don't know what that means. I don't know what, what that is for you. But I believe that that is true. And so let's lean in. Actually figure out what, how has God made you? What are your gifts? And how can you see yourself using them everywhere that you're at? So I think that's when we're most at peace. That's when we're most settled is that when we all are using the gifts that God has given us to the best of our abilities and the place that God has put us. When we're when we're ineffective is when we're trying to get to a place where God doesn't want us. Or to a place where God hasn't put us. It feels like we're struggling. We can look like a turtle trying to climb a fence post. Let that settle in for a second. That's funny. But it's it's obvious that that those two things don't go together for someone else, but oftentimes for us we can't see it. We can't recognize it. So identifying what gifts that God has given us and recognizing that it's not just for this hour, but it's for everything that we do and every place that we are. It's for your place of work, it's for your homes and your families, it's for where you go to school it's to serve your classmates. And as spews here. It all works together. It all works together. Now one, I want to go back to a second to, to different gifts and how we understand and view how those gifts, um, how those gifts come. And so I'm going to use an example. Uh, it's like an actual gift that I was given, all right, and how, um, and how we might might take a, take a view of that. So I, I grew up, I was a kid in the 80s in a small farming community in Iowa. Translation, we was poe. As my sister would say, we were so poor we couldn't afford the O and the R. So we was just poe. Right, but that was everybody, if, if you lived through that time, you know what I'm talking about, like, <laughs> Uh, there wasn't a farming economy, which meant there wasn't an economy, and it was, it was really rough. And so we grew up uh, in that way. And I remember a Christmas where, so we used to get uh, a Christmas tree, a live Christmas tree um, every year. That was kind of our family's, our, our family's thing. And this year, we didn't have a tree. And so, um, and we, we kind of understood uh, that me and my sister kind of had a grasp that we didn't have a, a lot of money. Um, I mean, we didn't really want for things, but we did. We knew like things weren't like super easy, and so this one year we didn't have a Christmas tree. So we're like, well, that we noticed that, um, and right up until Christmas, like there was no sign of any sort of gifts happening. And so Christmas morning, I get up and there's one gift for my sister and one gift for me uh, on our TV stand. So, young people, uh, this is back in the day where there was A-TV in the entire house, and also A-Phone, but that's a different story for a different time, with a really long cord, right? The deadly cord. Amen, right? You remember that? It was really fun to damage little people running around the house, though, when you're on that thing, One TV, yes. One TV on the TV stand, there was one gift each. And this year, um, I, when, when my parents woke up, because that was our rule at our house, I opened, opened the gift and it was a pair of used binoculars. Now, if today, in today's circumstances, and, and I said, I came up to you and I was really excited, I was like, hey, I got you a gift and you opened the gift that I got you, and I had gotten you a pair of used binoculars, you would be like, oh, uh, thank you? Right, there would be some questions, and maybe that would be understandable. In the circumstances, in the circumstances that we were in, which I vaguely understood as a young, young kid, any gift meant that there was a sacrifice on behalf of my parents. My dad worked, uh, he owned his own small business, selling uh, garage doors and installing them, and then he worked for a local co-op. So there was not a lot of money. Uh, For a long time, my dad wouldn't get paid uh, in his own business, so someone would trade him something. And so, like, there was a lot of bartering going on. One time my dad got paid a welder. You can't just go use a welder at the high V to buy eggs and milk and stuff. Like we tried. They were like We didn't actually try, we knew we could. That was a joke. I was kidding. Like, wow, he was really redneck. When the, But I had this understanding that my parents had sacrificed more for this used set of binoculars than they had in the years where we had an abundance. And so this gift I had, while it didn't rank up there in in all-time awesome gifts, on the all-time list of awesome gifts, used binoculars is not in the top five. But with the context and the understanding like where we were as a family and what it meant that my parents got us anything in that season that was spectacular. And so as we're, we're thinking about the different gifts that are out there and the different gifts and we, we can't rank them because we don't understand the context that someone else is in we don't understand the context that, that someone else is in and that the gifts that God has given to them are theirs specifically even if on a piece of paper it shows that they have the same gift it shows up differently because they're different humans in a different context at a different time they're not you Just like this gift that I got, for me, it's the one I cherish most from my childhood. Because there was so much power behind the giving of that gift. And so as we're considering our gifts and thinking about our gifts, Can we be reminded that we can't look at somebody else's gifts and wonder about theirs, or wonder about why did they get that, or why aren't they doing better with what they have? Like, like why don't we just worry about our own gifting? Like part of verse three, it says, "Let's not think more highly of ourselves than we ought." big part of that is because we don't understand the circumstances of someone else. So there's no purpose in us comparing them to ourselves. Instead, we should be working together, encouraging each other, cheering each other on, because we've been given one mission, Right? The, the, what we talk about, the mission that we talk about, is that we're supposed to make Christ known. That's what we're supposed to do. If you're, if you're coming in here, when you walk in the, in the front doors, right on the first wall, it says make Christ known. That's what we're about here. But not one person does it. It's not just an individual that does it. It's that we work together as a group, as a, as a coalition of people and gift mixes. Like That's what makes it work for us to be able to make Christ known as a church. At both campuses, we work together. So we can't get high and mighty That we have some gift that somebody else doesn't have. That's not how it works. Besides, the final point that I said that we were going to make was this is about God's glory. Like the gifts that you've been giving are for God's glory, not ours. For God's glory, not, not ours. So we don't use these gifts to try to figure out a way for us to get the better end of the deal. We don't try to manipulate people within our gift mix to try to get something for ourselves. The goal is to use use the gifts collectively for the glory of God. They're not designed to be used individually. We're designed to be used together. That's the hope. That's how they work best. On our own, it's an, it's an unsafe trip because <laughs> we don't have all the extra support of each other being there with us. So it has to work together. That's the goal. So here's what we're going to do. Band's going to come up, and they're going to play something. A jazz piece. No, I'm... You know jazz? No? No. That was, that was a no. The facial expression was a no. It won't be jazz, but they're going to play something. Um, and here's what we're going to do. I want you to take out your, your spiritual gifts, dealy bobber and we're going to turn the lights up a little bit. That's going to take a moment because our lights person uh, was not able to be here today and had to work. So if you want to serve in our production team, lights is super easy to learn, and we would love to teach you. Come and join us. All right. So here's what I want you to do. They're going to play a little bit uh, at any moment. It's going to happen. I know it is. Um, And then uh, I want you to look through these, and I want you to, like, mark. Where do you see yourself? What are these gifts that describe you there's two sides there's a front and a back so find yourself mark all that apply so I have one main one and then two other ones that I kind of talk about so um so I kind of roll with I got about three-ish uh but five six whatever it takes find yourself on there mark to the best ability where you find yourself I'll be back in a few minutes Alright, how many how many found at least one on the sheet that was you? Everybody should be able to raise their hand. Thank you. How many found more than one? Well done. Anybody get like five? They felt like it was a good fit. Got a few? Awesome. That's awesome. So like the three that the three that are for me, so faith is my number one. So my number one spiritual gift is faith. Um like, I, I, just, I just believe. Like, I'm just going to believe. Uh, and then uh, giving and teaching or a couple others. And then here's, but here's how this works. Like, did anybody have the spiritual gift of administration? Raise your hand if you did, if you have some people with that. Yeah, that's not me. You need me to administrate something? You are in for a treat. This is not going to go very well because that's not my gift mix. I need you people who can be organized, right? So like that's how these things are designed to work together. So we have different gift mixes and they work together so that as a total, as a whole, we can do amazing things, that we can be an efficient, amazing, beautiful machine that makes Christ known. That's how this is all supposed to work together. The the second piece of it. So knowing it is one thing, all right? And so, and I know you're maybe just working into the, the knowing of it because maybe this is the first time you've seen a list this. But the second piece of it is, is using the gifts. Putting them into practice. I I understand how God made me and now I want to be that person in the world I want to use those gifts in the place where God has set me and that is the decision that you have to make God's done all the work he's gifted you he's placed you in this place now all you have to do is decide to raise your hand and be like okay God I'll go And that's how we're going to finish this morning. We're going to sing a song together to the best of our ability, where we're saying, we're raising our hand and saying, all right, God, let's go. Thanks for listening to the Centerpoint Church Podcast. Be sure to keep up with us on social media at facebook.com slash wearecenterpoint or on Instagram at wearecenterpoint. We hope to see you soon in person for worship this Sunday at 9.30.